I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. And that is universal design because the big things occupy your mind so that you will have an opportunity to ponder them through various levels of vibrational flow. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am here with the latest Kaya Bootcamp graduate and our first Patreon Kaya Bootcamp graduate because you you went through as part of the Patreon community. So it's a whole different way of doing bootcamp now. But uh, David Rude, congratulations on your graduation from bootcamp. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you always have good questions for the stream. And so this, this episode is not going to be necessarily about your bootcamp experience because we'll do a whole separate testimonial about that. Uh, but you always have the greatest questions for the stream. And the cool thing about being in Patreon in the bootcamp experience is that you are then subscribed to everything that we're doing. So you're really immersed in the stream, really, really immersed in the stream while you're in bootcamp. I love that we've made that change now because there was a time that we would do all of these things uh, summits and, and live streams and all of the stuff that we do with the stream. And if you were in boot camp, you were just separate from all of that. You could participate in it, but it was kind of a separate experience. Now with Patreon, everything is streamlined. So you can subscribe at any level, including the boot camp level, which is, you know, part of this that you can be a boot camp subscriber. You can purchase the modules separately, purchase coaching packages and have your boot camp journey be more curated actually. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, setup too. That was actually kind of what I did because I've been following the podcast for, say, about two years before I actually got into boot camp. And, and when you went over to Patreon, I actually went to one of the, I think it was the coaching tier, and I just started attending the events. Um, so it was kind of like a little preparatory period before I actually took the plunge into boot camp. But when I was in boot camp, it was really helpful to have. Um, really regular interactions with it, with this whole community and with the stream, like the, the, the Thursday uh, afternoon thing with Debbie, the Sunday soul food thing, the coachings, the Thai talk during the week. Um, I think I'd say for anybody who's doing boot camp, I would definitely encourage to try it out on, on the, one of those tiers to really get immersed in it. But then when you're in boot camp, you really want to stay as involved as possible because it's not just in mean, the modules are magic they really are but it's not just the modules it's also talking to people talking to your mentor talking to your coaches talking to your fellow you know boot campers about stuff and then you kind of share ideas and ideas have a way of sort of multiplying they kind of like um particles bouncing off each other and they split into more ideas and everything and so that's really valuable. So I, I highly encourage anybody to, to, to go that route because it was really great for me. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like, uh, in this experience, it, it meshes together to really deliver the boot camp journey where you're really immersed in it. You're really making it your new way of being, if, if you will, which is why you go to boot camp in the first place. And I know we're, we're not going to, we're going to do a whole separate testimony. So we'll go a little deeper into that, but I know you have fantastic questions for the stream. I don't know what they are, uh, I don't ever like to know the questions for the stream up front. Uh, so let's do it. Let's bring the stream in and, and then you can just kind of take over and, and ask the questions that you have and we'll all get clarity around that. We'll be right back with the stream. If you're interested in making the Taya practice your new way of life, listen to what a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. 
I think when I entered Tyre, I'd done a lot of work on myself. But when COVID hit, working from home, being a mum, homeschooling, I lost myself and I lost my zest for life. Everything was just a struggle. And going through boot camp, I found myself again. I've fallen in love with myself again. I appreciate life. I've got my family back together as a unit because we're not all feeding off each other's stress. It's now much calmer and more fun. So I just feel like I've got my life back after the pandemic, which feels amazing. They transform their lives with a new operating system and so can you. Click the link in the show notes and book your free, no obligation, Taya Bootcamp discovery session today. Now back to the show. We are here. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're always very, very pleased to spend our, our time with you and to have you share your ideas. Um, I have some questions about um, our perception of the world and our sort of personal power and how our beliefs can actually impact the physical world. Something you see in, in many fields is that it's not so much the correctness or incorrectness of a decision that determines the outcome. It's more the commitment behind it. If you see a, a, a athlete on a field, them committing to the play is actually more important than if it's the correct play or not. So what is it about commitment that makes the outcome change? We speak of intention very often. And when you commit to something, you are setting an intention for it to be. So if there is something that you're embarking upon and you're, you, there is uncertainty around it, you are not necessarily creating the, the vibration of isness of having the, the, the thing that you are looking to materialize actually materialize. Because as soon as you, you have a desire for something, as soon as you go into that, wouldn't that be nice? Or even a, a, a vibration of need, you, you are setting up the, the, the vibration to allow the physical expression of that which you are desiring. But if there is no intention with it, very often you're, you're going to revisit this idea from various vibrations and you're going to make adjustments to it based on your vibrational set point in that moment. So you, you, you have this new desire, this wouldn't it be nice? I, I want to do or have or be this thing, whatever it is. And you have an intention around, I, I intend for this to be. And that vibration starts the wheels in motion to allow it to, to become. And of course, you, you all know, you, you have all heard our words enough to understand that, that then moving into the isness of it, the, the, the appreciation of the having of it, the, the being it, without going into that vibration of, I, I need to do this so, so many times a day or, or in such frequency to, to make this happen. Because as soon as you do that, you are then activating a different vibration, which is the vibration of need. That intentionality that goes with the, wouldn't it be nice? I intend to experience this. 
I am, I am committing myself to being the isness of this. So isness, commitment, and intention are all essentially the, the variants of the same thing. So in that light, then what, why, why do so many people struggle with committing? Many times you see people making a decision and then coming back and saying, well, maybe I should have bought that house in the other neighborhood, or maybe I should have bought the other car. Why is commitment so hard for us then? We should, you think one would think we would know the commitment would lead to the results. So why do we not? Because your, your matrix, your matrix of creation teaches you not to trust. So you, you, you have this, this matrix, the, and, and we are speaking of the fear and judgment vibration of it. When we, when, we, when we refer to the matrix, we are referring specifically to that vibration of fear and judgment that, that is, is heavily influencing the operating system, the collective operating system of humanity. So you've got this fear and judgment vibe going on, and you are thinking about a, a decision and you, you inevitably are going to think in very positive terms, very, very much in alignment with the isness of it when your vibration is really high. So if you are, you, you are creating a desire from a high vibrational set point, you are going to be able to tune into that isness, that trust. And inevitably what happens is it, if it is if it's something that you deem more important, and the only thing that makes it more important is you're deciding that it's more important. So when you're speaking of a career change or educational decision or a home, you are the one that's making it a big thing for you. And therefore, you're making it big is going to slow down the process by universal design. Because you are going to think of that big thing in a certain vibration and perhaps be very confident about it. And inevitably, because it's a big thing for you, you're going to think about it a lot. It's going to be on your mind. And, and that is universal design because the big things occupy your mind so that you will have an opportunity to ponder them through various levels of vibrational flow. So that big thing is automatically going to take longer to materialize. And while it's taking longer, you're going to think about it from the, the top of your spiral from the, the mid-range of your spiral through, and even below neutral on your spiral. So you're going to go through this myriad of thoughts of, yes, it can, yes, it will. It's the perfect whatever for me. And, 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 it, and I see the isness of it to how is this going to happen? Why is this taking so long? Maybe I'm making a mistake here. Maybe this isn't the right thing to do. So you're going to have that little bit of uncertainty. You're going to waver in, in your vibration, this is how you've all been taught to operate. So you're revisiting your, your, your desire again and again and again at different levels of vibration. And what happens is, is that when you're at the, the top of your spiral, that perfect creation is yours. It's already created vibrationally, which is the creative process. The physical manifestation of it is a byproduct of that, is an after effect. But because of the, the bigness of it, you're going to have that high vibrational thought. It's going to start to materialize. And then you're going to, to visit the thought again from somewhere lower on your spiral because polarity inevitably is going to pull your vibration down a bit. Then you're going to remember to reflect upon this thing that you really want because you want it so much. And then you're going to, in your lower vibrational state, start to have some questions. That's going to start the unraveling process of the physical expression. And you can allow the vibration to keep going down all the way to completely destroying 
the, the physical expression of it that was well on its way, but now you are, you are unraveling it. You're un, uh, you, you are essentially demanifesting it in physical and perhaps manifesting something that's a different version of it. But that exists so that you are constantly allowing a big creation to do just that, to start to come into physical reality and then to be disrupted a bit so that you can then go back up and, and create a more perfect version of. Because the thing that generally happens when you lower your vibration and start to question a manifestation is the flaws begin to show up. The, the, the less than perfect aspects of your creation are going to present themselves because you're not in a perfect world. You, you are never going to create something that is absolutely positively perfect. There's going to be some flaw in everything that you do because of polarity, but the flaws that show up are presenting with you an opportunity to, to allow the healing or the correction of those flaws to create an even bigger, better, more perfect version of whatever your big thing is. So that, that's how vibrational flow operates. And that's why this, this time span occurs with the things that you consider more important manifestations in your life experience. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's very clear. Um, also, as an artist, I'm very curious about this concept of imitation versus original thought. And um, I had a music student come to me and he was struggling with getting his musical ideas together. And if I sang to him, he was able to imitate easier than to create on his own. But I think also to myself, if I'm being very honest, it's actually a bit easier for me to imitate others as opposed to really think creatively on my own. And even in our society, we have very few leaders, but many followers. Why, why is it, why is original creative thought seeming to be harder than just imitating someone else? Because the, the look at how many thoughts and how many vibrations and experiences are recycled because it already exists and it already exists and someone else can, can in their appreciation of it, create a variant of it. Your world is full of variants. Look, look outside at, at automobiles and structures and roadways and, and there are so many variants of the same creation that you, you all utilize. Th think about... The, the, the song, I Will Always Love You. David is a fan of, of, of both Dolly Parton and, and Whitney Houston. Dolly Parton wrote this song, I Will Always Love You, recorded it. He heard it when he was a child. And when he was a teenager, Whitney Houston came along and re-recorded it. And it is considered one of the best songs of all time. It already existed. And there was a variant of it created that raised the vibration even higher around it and caused more appreciation for the song itself, more celebration of the song itself, gave new life to this thing that was already created. But you, you, there was a few clicks of, of, of degrees uh, of vibration higher in the re-recording with the different voice. So there is always an opportunity to take something that is already created, you are all expansive beings, and make what is already existing better. That is, that is expansion and creation in and of itself, and in addition to brand new creation. But you all run on this operating system of belief that has a lot of continuity about it. This, this gets you into a, a, a life that has continuity that allows you to have a lot of the same experiences over and over and over again. You, you, you likely understand that your consciousness is creating 
your physical vehicle over and over and over again throughout your lifetime in different variants. Your consciousness is creating your physical vehicle. It absolutely is. Even your, your scientists, your, your medical community says that the body regenerates itself every seven years completely, but yet it regenerates itself in a similar fashion with similar health issues, similar appearance, similar size and, and molecular structure and things like that every seven years. Your consciousness is creating and generating that. You're creating this copy of yourselves so that you can continue through your life journey being the physical being that you are. So your consciousness isn't going to turn you into a completely different type of being. It's possible, but your matrix is set up so that, that you are recreating your physical vehicle. You're recreating your lives. And certainly there are changes that you create. These disruptions that you create in your lives are, are periods of expansion for you, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of how the disruption is judged in the physical realm, in the non-physical realm, the disruption of a, a, a massive job promotion or massive increase in income or moving to a, a location that you find more pleasing, it has as much value as the disruption of the sudden unexpected passing of a loved one or a diagnosis that is dire and is going to take your physical vehicle into a very different direction than you were anticipating. All of these disruptions have value, but there's also value because you're, you're in this polarized environment. There's also value in the continuity, regardless of how disruptive, how disruptive a manifestation may be for you. There are other elements that are going to continue the same. If, if you are a certain way and you desire to go live on the ocean and you believe that living on the ocean is going to bring you great joy, then you go and live on the ocean and perhaps you are experiencing more joy, but the, you will then find that a lot of the old baggage that you thought you might leave behind followed you to the ocean because you have a belief system that is still recreating a lot of the same, even in the different geographic location. Even if you disrupt your physical vehicle, even if you move through significant body change, such as a significant weight loss, and, and suddenly you, you've really changed your life and you're notice that noticing that people are reacting differently to you, you feel different, perhaps your health has improved so much around this, you're, you're wearing different clothes, your appearance is very different, but there are still other elements that didn't change. And in the end, you may realize that it didn't deliver the level of, of perfection that you were expecting, even if the outward appearance is considered more perfect than it was before, because the matrix judges it that way. So whatever you do, you're going to have this element present of continuity so that you can stay in the same journey and the same experience. There's not as much value if you were suddenly able to flip a switch and go be a completely different type of person in a completely different land or world or being for that matter, that wouldn't offer you the same linear experience that you are experiencing as the being that you know is you. So it's possible to do that. And in, in there, there are certainly endless instances where a being has done that and can do that. But in your world, the matrix that you're currently dialed into, you know yourselves as you and you are continually recreating very much of the same experience day after day after day with little variations. There's a little degree of variation in every single one of these experiences. If, if you want to, to measure it in days, that's fine. 
your, your life, even if you are waking up at the same time and taking the same route to your job, doing the same job, coming home, largely eating the same food, having the same evening routine, the same sleep pattern, no two days are exactly the same. You're still manifesting a little variant. And over time, there will be evolution in those variants. Over time, you're going to pick up some new things. You're going to let go of some others. You're going to have relationships that shift a little bit vibrationally. Everything is always, is always shifting in, in your experience, no matter what. So all of this shifting and all of this, this change, whether it is dramatic or so gradual that you're not even aware of it, all of it is creating enough, enough disruption for you that you are challenged by it and therefore expanding in your consciousness in the experiencing of it. That's fascinating. Thank you for that. I, I've always, you, you've stated that all of our past lives and our future lives are happening simultaneously. And I always wondered why, when I thought of it that way, I kind of had to ask myself, why do I still wake up in the same identity? But it seems that we need that continuity. But when I meditate and I go into like a, a still place, I can almost see that the, within like this life, I have all these possible avenues that I could go. And when I, I sometimes feel like I'm sort of putting on this sort of uh, identity of the new person I want to become. And when I do that on my meditation, is that actually maybe what's happening is I'm shifting into a different reality in that moment? You use your, your, your imagination is a powerful creative tool. So you're using your imagination and in, in that type of meditation, because you, you are using your imagination in that brand of meditation, where there are other meditations that you're shutting that down as much as possible, simply to allow your source being to be more realized, but they all have value. So you can label all of the meditation if you wish. And in that type of more active meditation, you are using your imagination to create and essentially bridge the gap to other realities. And the way that you are experiencing them is going to be limited to your, your, your human intellect but you are experiencing them nonetheless. So the things that you begin to ponder and imagine and see and feel are real. That this concept that, you, that things have to be 3D tangible to be real, it, 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 you can blow that out of the water so quickly in understanding that everything that you are aware of as human creation existed in, in, in someone's imagination to begin with. There's not one human creation there's not one creation that did not start out as consciousness, but certainly not one human creation that did not start out in some human being's mind. So the imagination. Right. So that's sort of, in a way that ties into the, to the imitation element that we are sort of standing on top of the shoulders of the giants who came before us. So really that is still new creation is what you're saying. It is all new creation. Even creating a, recreating a variant of something that already exists is still new creation. And, so and you'll, you'll notice that, that, there, that you'll flow through periods where there is heightened new creation, and then you will flow through other periods. You see this in, in your entertainment industry. You see this in, in television and in movies and David was stating recently that there's nothing new anymore, that everything is just recycled from his childhood being presented in different ways, very often reboots of TV shows that have already ran. And, and now you're having a reboot of the same thing over again, perhaps 10, 20 years later. And it is a reboot. It is not new thought and new creation, but it is new creation. And the reboot is of the vibration of now 
And, and if you are partaking in these things, you're likely noticing that you're not, you're not having the same experience and viewing the reboot as you had in the original. Because the, 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 the rules have changed, the game has changed, the, the matrix has shifted. And in this shifted matrix, and the matrix is always shifting, in this shifted matrix, the, the, the content is simply not going to be presented nor experienced as it was even just 10 to 20 years ago. Because okay, you've so evolved. That I, 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 I'm with you 100%. But there are outliers. You, like, for example, the Beatles broke the system. They were totally different. Struan Stravinsky wrote his right of spring. This was like, no one had ever heard of this. This was something totally radical. And there will always be examples such as that. There, there will be completely new creation that is highly disruptive, that will be highly celebrated by humanity because it is so different and so leading edge and so out there compared to everything else that's out there. But that is, you, you, you speak of standing on the shoulders, that new creation, that disruption is always still standing on the shoulders of what was. The, any, any kind of disruption that occurs is always taking what was, breaking it and, and, and building a brand new different version of it. And there, there are still examples of, of brand new things that didn't exist at all, but those are few and far between in your world because most of your world is recycled consciousness. But you will have these new things that were never even dreamed of, that there is technology that is created that just a few generations ago, no one was even imagining. No one was even imagining. And yet here it is. And, and, and you're immersed in it. And there will be other things. And the disruptors of your world that create massive new technology are highly celebrated. They're, they are the, often the wealthiest among you, those that really reinvent, that really change things, that really shift consciousness with some type of new creation. Because that is advancing humanity, whether it's art or technology, it doesn't matter. It is new creation, therefore it is expansion. And yes, there is significant expansion in a, in a, in a new form such as the, the, the Beatles invention of that form of music. Yes, that that is significant expansion that is offered up and then it will be imitated and imitated and imitated. And then eventually it will be disrupted yet again and something new already has flown from all, flowed from all of that. You, you, you will see infinite examples of this not just in the earth environment, when you're in your completed state, you will understand the entire universe operates this way. That, that thing, there's a lot of continuity that is expansion. And then there is this massive disruption that, is, that creates significant advancement. But then you, you don't just run on that all the time. You, you settle back into continuity yet again to have the experience of becoming bored, so bored that you are stimulated enough to create real disruption. It's just sort of like waves in the ocean where if it's waves all the time, then it would destroy the island, but you have to have the storm and the calm all together. Indeed. The, the storm and the calm is, is the way of the universe in all things, in all things. And the calm is still movement. The calm is still an experience. The calm is a known experience that is comfortable that you get comfortable with and you get complacent in until it's no longer stimulating to you. And then you create some sort of a disruption, perhaps a disruption that is destructive. And then that, that destruction comes through and then you have to build it back. Perhaps you were just humming along, enjoying creation and, and not, not being very creative, simply recreating the same thing over and over again and, and became rather complacent in that. And what happens in your world when, when, that, when that occurs? 
storms, illnesses, plagues, things of that nature will come along and create disruption no matter what. So if you're not breaking it, it's going to break itself. And when it does, you will then be stimulated to go to the leading edge of thought and creating something brand new that has never been conceived before. And then that new creation will shift consciousness, will expand humanity or whatever group it is created in. And that will ripple out into the, the entire universe infinitely. Thank you. That is fantastic. I have one final question before we wrap up. And what can an individual do to realize their full creative present, a uh, creative potential in the present moment right now? Your full creative potential is beyond your wildest imagination. So when, when you are saying your fullest, you would all be well served to just manifest a fraction of that would be a massive shift for you. So it is not necessarily your fullest, but certainly to, to run at a higher level of creative performance is, is essentially about really stepping yourselves outside of the matrix and really being on the leading edge of trust, not participating in, in, in the, the, the work corporate structure, not participating in nations, not participating in religions, being the, the leading edge weirdos that are always operating in, in well-being and abundance without any of the accoutrements of, of the matrix, any of the things that you're taught that you have to operate in. You all have the ability to do this. And it's not necessarily sitting and doing nothing, but it doesn't have to look like the matrix tells you that it has to look. Thank you. This is fantastic. Um, any final closing thoughts you have to share with us? You have brought up some, some, some very good points that will stimulate a lot of thought around the idea of consciousness creation outside of the matrix. We, we, we are, 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 are guiding you very deep into these waters of, of exploring what the matrix is and what it isn't and, and when you're in it and when you're out of it. And, and the reason behind that is because as the, the matrix is being deconstructed by humanity for humanity's expansion, it, it, is, it is coming back around and, and, and seeking to regain your, your participation. There's nothing wrong with any of this. That, that is part of the process. But we are creating, for lack of a better term, we are creating a brand of teachings that is going to guide those that, that listen and those that choose to believe and choose to trust to places that humanity has rarely allowed until now. The, 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 the full-blown well-being offered outside the matrix, offered in your allowing of your source being to operate in a very source-like way while still in physical. And that includes the deep appreciation of yourselves when you're not operating that way, when you are drawn back into the matrix, when you are moving through lower vibrational periods and having spin outs and things of this nature, understanding that, that we are not guiding you to utopia. We're not guiding you to be the, the perfect guru sitting upon a pedestal somewhere, but we are guiding you someplace very magical where you can completely release yourselves or relieve yourselves from the matrix. You can completely detune fear and judgment to, to where it is so benign in your, your life experience that it only exists the way that it originally developed to, to, to really steer you out of 
a, a little bit of harm that might be crossing your paths when you're in a lower vibrational flow, which will be few and far between and quite minute in comparison to many of the things that are present in your current day world. You have the ability to move yourselves so far out of that and be so disconnected from the matrix while so enjoying your human journey and experiencing all the things that you wish to experience while you're here. That is available to all of you. The, the most magical life journeys without having to play by anyone's rules whatsoever, regardless of where you are, regardless of how your life has been up until now, regardless of what the matrix tells you, you all possess the ability to completely detune that and have it simply be something that is so far, so distant in your past that you have little awareness of its existence and, and operate in your world, in your physical world, without having to separate yourselves physically from anyone or anything and at a very, very different level. That, that is where we are guiding you. And, and we have been guiding for quite some time, laying a foundation for this. And, and now it's, it's time for those of you that are ready to begin stepping into it. If you so choose, there is no mandate. There, there, is, there is no direction that you must do this. We are here for those of you that are choosing this path and will continue to be here for those of you who are choosing this path. And, and these words and these ideas will, will change humanity ultimately. And they will flow through David. They will continue to be reviewed and revisited for quite some time. And in doing so, more and more and more humans will begin to understand that the bubble of reality that you've been taught to create is your own creation and you can recreate it and continually recreate it in any fashion that you see fit. That is where we are guiding you to, if you so choose. With much love, that is what we have. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.